Hey everyone, little Scotty here with another episode of What Do I Gotta Do? Drive a Nail Through Your Head? And more wisdom from my father and mother. So, how's everybody doing out there? I see I've got some downloads, which is wonderful. Um, I'm hoping that you're enjoying the show. I'm going to throw a little more comedy into this. I think it should be a little more funny. So, um, anyhow, I was trying to think of a saying that my dad said to me. Um, and I remembered one time um, my mother um, and I had a uh, little tiff going, a little argument going. And uh, it was rare, but it did happen. And uh, he uh, snuck in behind me after work and kind of gave me a whack and said, if your mother says black is white, then damn it, black is white. You do what she says. So there you go. Um, My funny thing for the day from my parents, who are probably in heaven yelling at me right now. So anyhow, listen, uh, I want to get back to some of the things we were talking about with raising kids. Um, again, I've got four, raised them and they're out of the house. We're empty nesters chasing my wife around the house as often as I can, which isn't much of a deal because I can't move very fast anymore. Back in the day, it would have been good, but now, eh, she can pretty much walk away and get away from me. So anyhow, um, kids, I think we we talked about punishment last time. I think this time we should talk about rewards for kids. Um, you know, I, I'm one of those people who probably is as guilty of spoiling children as possible. Um, I had a lot of, uh, early guilt in the childhood, uh, realm of my kids because I was going away out of town three days a week um, to a big hospital up in Wisconsin, and I had to leave them alone with mom for three days, and then uh, on the third day I would leave at probably about 5 o'clock and get home at about um, 7, 7.30, maybe 8 o'clock, depending upon traffic. And um, I always uh, had a trunk full of toys, it seemed like. Um which was goofy, but it was what I did. You know, I felt bad about leaving them, and so to make that up to them, I always bought them some gifts. Well, after a while, I realized this is kind of silly. I don't have to bring them gifts every time. But then there were times where, you know, the day after I got back, I would always take that day off, and, you know, we'd go somewhere. We'd go to the zoo, or we'd go someplace fun. You know, even if my wife was working at the time, I would take all the kids and go somewhere. Um, Most of the time she was home when the kids were little, so that was always helpful Um, because uh, daycare for four children, not real uh, cheap. So anyhow, I think that uh, rewarding a child is as important, if not more important, than disciplining a child. Um, You can reward a child... um, for the simplest things and and do it in the simplest ways. The thing that I like to see more parents do is actually congratulate or actually tell the child they're doing a great job. You know, um, I was a coach for 10 years um, for my boys. 
and uh, even for my youngest daughter in a basketball league where she was five, and God, that was hilarious. They couldn't even reach the basket. So um, the final scores in those games would be like uh, four to two. Um, so it was always enter- entertaining to watch those little girls play basketball. But anyhow, um, when I coached, I always believed in comp complimenting the good in the kid, you know, because not every kid is a natural athlete. And just so you know, if you think your kid is going to be a professional athlete, I got news for you. Probably not going to happen. Um, the chances of a child actually making it to the major leagues in baseball, let's say, is about one in, I think, three million, I think the last time I heard it was. So, um, it's not going to be up to you. It's going to be up to the child whether they want to make it that far. So um, when they're out there in the uh, baseball field and they drop a ball, fly ball, you know, comes out and pops out of their mitt, if you're the guy screaming on the sidelines at your kid, and uh, I guess it's not sidelines, the base path or whatever you want to call it in baseball, screaming at the kids in the stands, um I'm the coach who would walk right up to you and say, if you yell at your child like that again, I'll throw you out of this baseball park. And I would do it. I would go get security and have them take the guy out. He'd have to sit in his car. I loved it. It was fun. Um, Anyhow, it's just one of those things. You know, you don't have to scream at your kid when they're playing baseball or football or hockey or whatever, you know. Your kid is trying the best that they can. You know, if they're a superstar, great. Don't give them crap when they come in and say, I know you scored four goals, but you should have scored six. You missed those two opportunities. You had a wide open net. What's wrong with you? You know what? You're an idiot. So I think that a lot of times people just don't even realize what they're saying to their kid. I mean, especially in sports. It's just amazing the things I heard. Um... You know, so they didn't score any points in the basketball tournament. You know what? They hustled. They moved up and down the court. They did what they were supposed to do. You know, they passed the ball. They did everything they could, but maybe they just didn't get lucky enough to score a point. You know what? They still did what they should, the best they could, and you should compliment them for that. That's just the way it should be. If you think otherwise, um, leave your name and address, and I'll come see you. Anyhow. Um, rewarding kids for good grades. I mean, let's face it, that's not everybody. I'm one of those kids that struggled through school, found out later on that I had a little bit of a learning disability, which I had no idea that had something to do with putting the one letter in front of the wrong letter. I don't know, something weird, um, which makes sense the way I am. Um, please remember that a kid who gets an A has worked so hard to get an A. It's not easy to get an A in anything but gym class. So remember, these people are working hard, these kids. And, you know, so the kid comes home with a B, but it's, you know, it's in, you know, advanced. And you're giving them a hard time for giving them, getting a B. You're saying, you're not going to get, got to get all A's. Well, guess what? If the kid wants to get in college... They can go to a junior college first and then transfer to a big-time college uh, 
they could probably get a scholarship that way, or they could also get a scholarship, you know, from sports, or they could pay for it themselves. Remember, everybody takes school loans. It's part of the deal. Um, For you, if you are wealthy enough to be able to pay for your child's schooling, first off, I don't think it's a good idea. Um, If mommy and daddy are paying for Junior to go to, let's say, Northern University in Illinois, um, and uh, that payment's been made already, and the kid's all signed up for his classes, and he takes things like basket weaving and history of Motown, um, and then all of a sudden he comes home with some bad grades, but he sure knows how to drink now. Guess whose fault that is? That's your fault, because you paid for it yourself instead of letting the kid pay for it. Now, there's nothing wrong with maybe when the kid's done with school, if you want to pay off his loans, if you think the kid tried really hard and did a great job, and you got that kind of money, knock your socks off. Go ahead, pay it off. But I don't have that kind of money, so I told my kids the simplest thing. I said, I'll pay for your junior college. You can go to junior college. I'll pay for all those classes up until the second year. After that, if you don't have a scholarship, you got to get loans. So um, I think it's important that a lot of people start thinking that way um, because it's as hard as it is right now for kids having student debt. It's something that I think could be avoided a little bit more if junior colleges were used a little bit more. You know, your degree still says you had it at Notre Dame, but maybe you just started your junior year, um, you know, if you're that wealthy. But anyhow, try to remember that um, these kids always work hard, and they're always trying really hard to make you happy. And the truth is, is that what they really need to do is make themselves happy and uh, try to at least you know, make a good day, you know, a good try that day to get some good grades and do what they can. But I tell you, there's so many people out there that are just ridiculous when it comes to, you know, sending their school to some, sending their kid to some school that is absolutely ridiculous in the way of money. And, um, then the kid goofs off and drops out and ends up doing what he wants to do, which is maybe he always wanted to be an artist or a graphic designer or something like that. So he ends up going to one of those schools and getting a certificate and end up making as much money as you, just that he just wasn't a four-year college guy. So remember, there's plenty of things, plenty of things that kids do that are going to get you mad, but there's going to be plenty of kids things, kids. God, I wish I could talk. There's going to be plenty of things that kids do that they need to be rewarded for. You know, if they're gutsy enough to get themselves a scholarship, if they work that hard to get a scholarship, you should be ecstatic. I mean, you should be jumping up and down with that kid when he gets the letter, just as happy as can be. Um, If you are one of those guys who says, damn right, you better have gotten a scholarship or you wouldn't be going to college. Again, leave your name and address and I'll stop by. Um, But anyhow, please remember that rewarding a child is just as important. It really is. Um, Even for the simplest things, and and especially in little kids. 
um, a little kid who brings their, you know, first grade painting home that looks like a watercolor explosion happened on it. Um, but they tell you it's a giraffe and a tree. Uh, that giraffe and that tree need to be on your refrigerator and you need to be making a big deal about it. You need to be saying, look at what little Johnny made. He made a giraffe and a tree. Isn't it beautiful? And show it to all your friends and everybody who comes over and make the kid proud of what he did or she did. Um, we are, our refrigerator was always piled with stuff. It always had every little thing that one of those kids did. And, you know, it, it was something we did purposely so that they knew that it mattered to us. And I think it's also something that made them proud of their work and made them want to do it and want to keep going and never, you know, try to disappoint or be, you know, not doing something that they should be doing. And it worked because they all, you know, pretty much did their work and they did what they were supposed to do. And then they brought it home and, you know, we knew they tried their best. And if it was artwork and it looked crazy, who cares? It was the best that they could do. My oldest was a, you know, is an artist. And um, when she was about eight years old, she bought uh, a set of paints with her own money. Um, I helped her pick them out, and she painted a gym shoe, and it was so realistic, I went, okay, this kid's going to be an artist. So, with that, uh, by the time she was about 14, she was a sophomore, so 15, 14, 15, um, there's a camp up in Michigan called Interlochen. Um, it is... A very expensive camp to go to. I knew that because I had to pay for it. But it's for artists. It's for musicians and artists only. And it's for, you know, kids who excel in those. So she went to the summer program. In fact, uh, one of her cabin mates was Wayne Gretzky's daughter. So, you know, she worked hard and became a fantastic artist and still to this day is a fantastic artist. She also plays piano. So her talents were really in the arts and, you know, she had always wanted to be a teacher and that's what she did. She went to college and became a teacher. Now she's got student loans. She also got scholarships, but she's working on them and she'll have them paid off soon. And it, you know, it worked out fine. But every time she wanted to play school. We would sit there in our chairs and be the students. And we would always be the bad students, you know, making fun of her and calling her names. And we'd have to go sit in the corner, you know, because she had her little, you know, ruler out. And, you know, she was pointing at us all the time, telling us not to make any more trouble. And then before you know it, I'd say something and I'd be sitting in the corner. So those are the things you can do to, to reward a kid, you know, for doing something good in it always is something fun, you know. It's always something that you can make fun. Um, I love it because when I do that, the look on a kid's face is precious. It's great. I mean, I have a five-year-old granddaughter now who, you know, when she brings me something that she drew, I make the biggest deal out of it because it means that much to me that she thought of bringing it to me first off. And then the second thing is, you know, just knowing that she's trying 
and trying hard, and she wants to bring it for me to see, is just wonderful. It makes me feel great. So I want to make her feel great about it. So she gets a lot of rewards and a lot of positive talk and everything like that. And, you know, sometimes she sits on my lap and takes total advantage of me. And she says, Papa, can we look at the Amazon page? (laughs) And, uh, of course, Papa goes to the Amazon page and Lila picks out the toy that she wants and Papa takes out the credit card. And then my wife, who she calls Bama, then hears the commotion going on and says, Lila, you don't really need that. And I said, oh, yes, she gets it. So then I get in trouble, but I'm all right with that. It's worth it. Five-year-old, you know, it's fun to watch a five-year-old get excited when they get a toy. So, anyhow, um, I think sometimes too remember that um, rewarding a kid at any age is a good deal. You know, when my kids got out of college, man, we were there waiting for them to come off stage and you know, give them a hug. If it was a girl, one of the girls, they get flowers, and one of the boys, you know, they always got big hugs and handshakes and anybody who was there with us, you know, proud of our kids when they finish college. You got to be proud of them. It's same thing with high school. I mean, high school is not easy to get through. I mean, there were many times where I thought about, you know, I wonder if I could get a job that would pay enough where I don't have to be here. And, you know, not everybody thinks that way, thank God, but there are still people out there who drop out of high school and, you know, have to go back and get a GED later on because high school is hard for them. You know, maybe they don't like the social interaction or anything like that. And all of a sudden, they're dropping out at 16. Now, they're regretting it at 20, but they go back and get a GED, hopefully, and their life gets better. Um, I can tell you flat out that um, there were a couple of times where I thought about dropping out. Um, It was getting so ridiculous for me. I struggled really bad with algebra and few other subjects but you know to to say that my parents were terrible about it would be a lie they weren't they they encouraged me but they were also a little more you know parents of the 60s and 70s where they would come down hard on you for not getting a good grade but you know there are certain times that it it just doesn't work you know the kid just doesn't get it I mean I just didn't get algebra didn't understand it I have no idea what the hell that people are talking about I still don't and I ended up in a profession that is built on physics ultrasound is physics related physics is related to algebra so I had to learn all this physics and I had no background in algebra really so I had to learn enough algebra to pass the test so I could get the certificate or the registration to do what I do but still it it wasn't really for me and I had to do it later on because I was forced to and I still didn't really do anything other than memorize the formulas for the particular you know sound waves and whatever the speed of sound through soft tissue was all that other fun stuff um anyhow um when I got finished with that course I got rewarded by my wife she was so happy that I finished it and you know, we went on vacation. That was the reward for me going to school. And I remember that still to this day because we went out to California and it was a lot of fun and, you know, it was very enjoyable. So um, even a 
even an old student can be rewarded and enjoy it. So I think that, uh, you know, in general, we try to do this on a regular basis. You know, try to give these rewards out to these kids all the time if you can. Remember that this isn't something that you do once every, every year. This is something you do all the time. You know, you don't have to spoil a kid. You know, you don't reward a kid who brings home an F. You know, you sit them down and find out why they got an F. You know, they didn't study. They didn't bring their books home. They didn't do anything. Well, that's punishment time. That's not reward time. You you have to know the difference. It, it's really, you could tell when a kid is working hard on something and maybe they're just struggling. That struggle can be taken care of if you get them a tutor. Yeah, it may cost you a couple bucks, so oh, big deal. So you don't drive around in the Mercedes, you get it yourself a Lexus. Who cares? Just help the kid, all right? Get him a, uh, something simple as a tutor will help him get through the class, and they'll get a decent grade, and everything will be fine. But it's it's your job to help them. It's not their job to find a tutor to come over to their house, and you know, you're, you're probably going to have to pay somebody to do that. So anyhow... Um, so rewarding children is just as important as disciplining children. And I think that if you reward a child for good work and reward a child for something as simple as a watercolor painting or a temper painting, whatever those crazy paints were that got all over the floor, um, it's important to do that. It, it will make everything better. You know, just, just stick with me on this. It, it'll, it'll work. Trust me. So don't be afraid to reward the child for these kind of things. So anyhow, well, I'm going to cut this one a little short today because I think it's important that you guys can listen to one of these every day on your way to work. And uh, if I make them about 20 minutes long or 25 minutes long, I think that should be about right. So I am going to cut out for today. I hope you enjoyed it, and we'll talk to you later. Bye.